Hello, Ashley. <laughs> Hello, Morgan. <laughs> Welcome back to YA at Heart, everyone. Oh, my God. We are... We're trucking along. We're getting there, aren't we? I know. We just opened up the book and realized that we are almost halfway, halfway through it. Yeah. And my soul cried a little oh bit. God. But I'm also a little bit happy because we made some discoveries. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yes, oh, my God. Did. Yes, we did. <laughs> Let us not even waste time. Thanks. Your girl is officially Grisha with the bulletproof Kefta on. <laughs> Yo, what if they are bulletproof? <laughs> they are. are. No fucking way. Really? They are. Bitch, they said it in the book. They're bulletproof. Oh. When they were in the carriage and they made that healer give up her Kefta to Alina. Oh, I didn't even. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I see. was like, give her your Kefta. And she was like, why did you make her do that? Now she has to walk back to Gabriel's in the cold. And he was like, because if this carriage gets shot up, we're in the ghetto. <laughs> so I thought it was interesting. I'm assuming that, because she said it was midnight blue. Mm -hmm. So I'm assuming it's not the same color blue as all of the other Summoners. Fieralki. Right. And then... She had the gold inscription Which on is, her stuff. That seems to be just pertaining to her. Just her. Mm -hmm. I don't it is. Yeah, I don't think anybody else has gold on anything. No. So that's yeah. just pertaining so, to Alina being a sun summoner. She's like mm -hmm. the only one of her class, apparently. It was real interesting. Exactly. Real, real interesting. So Right. So she's like, Oh, I didn't want to stick out. But you're You're sticking out regardless. Out. You're sticking exactly. out regardless. So you just wore the black kefta. I no, I like. All right, so like the first two notes I have was her putting on the kefta was like Alina admitting that she is Grisha. Like yes, that was the first. Finally. Yes, that was like the first thing. It was her putting it on is her admitting to herself and to everybody else that she is Grisha. And then the gold embroidery, which I also picked up on, like that is a symbol of Alina's ability, and it's solely her ability, and she's the only one of her class. Or the only one to ever have it so far. And so it's special. She's essentially she's special. That's yes, what it is. Yes. So, yeah. Which is what the Darkling has been saying to you, girl. From the beginning. Like, from the beginning. From the very beginning. From the very beginning. But no, you don't want to wear the black She didn't want to stand out. You don't want to make waves. You don't want to stand out. Whatever. Whatever. But... I do realize now that when she gets to the, the cafeteria and everything, oh, yeah. now I realize why she didn't want to stand out mm -hmm. because these people are on her like white on rice. My But God. like they are on her in a good and bad way. They want to all see the sun summoner and like be the sun summoner's friend and like hear all these stories and like. But they're all Thanks. Yes! Oh my god. They're that, so superficial. Like, just reading that, I was like, oh no. We need Genya back. <laughs> I was like, please right. bring me Genya. These people are just not for Alina. I wanted her to have friends, They're but th not. this wasn't it. I was like, I don't want her to be friends with these people at all. I was like, I would prefer her to solely have Genya as a friend, maybe. And that is it. Because at least I can have Genya tell her the fucking truth. Like, Genya's real. <laughs> yes. And Alina appreciates that. Correct. Like, she can smell bullshit from a mile away. Yep. And I'm glad that Genya finally came to her rescue and swooped in and was like, 
I'm here to give you the rest of the tour as the Darkling requested Marie. Mm-hmm. It was so the two girls that seem to be super annoying is uh, Nadia and Marie. Yeah, Nadia and Marie. Marie. Mm-hmm. They are like the two yeah. gossip girls. They're the chattering bitchy chicks. Like they're with each other. They're they're like the mean girls almost of the of the mm-hmm. book. Um, super fake. Very much. Oh my God, they're like they're the Gretchen and the Karen. Yeah, I was every time they popped up. I wanted to skip through those lines because I was just like, I hate these women. Like they're they fucking suck. They're right. Like you have nothing important. To say nothing to <laughs> except for the gossip. But like that is it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like we're not here for hot goss. No. Unless it has something to do with like the dark wing. Yeah. Maybe, but no. or or wait yet. no or uh, Ginya and David the fabricator. So I like that they introduced another type of character by name. Besides yes. Marie and Nadia, I like that they introduced this guy that obviously Ginya has like some type of interest in him. So maybe, you know, he'll definitely come back like later on or uh, maybe we'll get a little more of David, hopefully, in some way. Hopefully. Um, maybe he doesn't die. Yeah. Maybe. But then the other thing was when mentioning that, like, right, like die, whatever. The Corporacali and the Fabricators are working on experiments mm-hmm. in a room that has no fucking windows. No fucking windows. Girl. That right there, I was like, when I read that, I was like, wait, wait, wait. There's a whole fucking space for these people with no windows. And Genya's like, no the way Genya said it, though, she was like, oh, that's the area that the Corporacali and the Fabricators are doing their experiments. But the way it was. Right. And that only had the skylight. It, right. And she was like, that's the way they like it. When she said that, I was like, huh? I was like, these people are doing these types of experiments. What are these experiments? Like, I'm trying to think of like, what else are you trying to have them do experiment-wise? Like, I don't, I, I don't know. It's like, See, that's the thing. It's unimaginable. Like you put metal on somebody it and you make is, their heart, like, bombs explode. But that, that's the problem, though, right? It's, like, unimaginable. You're, like, sitting there and you're like, okay, they already know how to do all of these things. All of these horrible things, right. really. And, like, now you're telling me two of a different sector are together trying to experiment or experimenting to do something what is that she's trying to make heads explode oh my god bodies (laughs) they try to make bodies explode they're trying to make it so that the metal or whatever that's in your bodies are just and that's it oh (gasps) yeah what if that's it what if that's it like if they put a certain piece of metal on you or they throw a certain piece of metal on you then they can like but is it okay is the is the corporate collie right that that are the one no it's the fabricators it's the fabricators that are the one that mess with metal right Mm-hmm, yeah. Iron is a form of metal, is it not? Yeah. Your body has iron in it. Oh, oh my God. They are trying to explode bodies. That's the experiment. <laughs> that is the experiment. Okay, wait. The question. Oh, Did God. you yeah, that's, understand that's, that's when they mentioned the small science? Did you? The small the science. science? Did you understand okay, that? I was like, when they were doing the theory and stuff. It was at the time where Alina sees the children, right, playing mm-hmm. around, and then she realizes those are Grisha children. So then she talks to yeah. Genya, and Genya's like, well, I've never seen my parents after the age of five. Like, they, when you're Grisha, apparently they take you at an early age, and then you don't really know your parents. Your parents are compensated. Yes. Then you're just swept away, taken to school to learn the small science. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that, like, what they are able to do is a form of not magic but science that's what they call it and that's the same thing that they were talking about in the before yes chapter mm-hmm. where mal was like oh you guys are witches and then they got really mad and they were like no we're practitioners of the small science yes like, yes 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 exactly you do magic <laughs> you, you, fucking, you do magic like 
But yeah, so apparently. <laughs> but like, apparently, the children are taken at a very early age to learn the small science. If you're mm-hmm. Grisha, those were like my my two notes in regards to that: the small science, and then the children being taken at an early age, yeah. not seeing their families if they're discovered to be Grisha. Right, which is like so you don't miss your family. Well, it, it's because, like Genya said, I've, I haven't seen them since I was five, so yeah. you don't have the time to like. I mean, you don't, you really don't have the time to make really, really, really permanent bonds with your family if they take you that early. Like Genya said, she was like, "This is my home." Which comes back into play with the orphans. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Better for them to be orphans then and not have any, any previous attachments at all. Because they save themselves because the buck. Because it makes them easier to take. Well, not only that, but they don't have to compensate any parents. Exactly. They don't have to compensate any at parents, all. and it's easier for them to not have any attachments at all. Yep. I'm true. on to you, Duke. The Bagra is here, and she is bitchy and grumpy. And that was oh, all I cared yeah. about. <laughs> that was all I cared about. She could give two shits about Alina. Yes. <laughs> I was yeah. like, this woman. When she was like, when she was insulting her, and then she was like, now, let's see what you know. Right. In that very, like, introduction of Bagra, I was like, she reminds me of Yoda and Mother Willow. Oh, my God. Mixed in one. But, like, in a bad way. Exactly. You know, and the funny thing is, like... <laughs> Is she anemic? What the fuck is wrong with her fucking hut? Why does it have to be so damn hot? Well, they said that she was old and like, Shut up. No, slimy. this woman. So she might be. She, you're gonna let the heat she out. definitely said that. She was like, you won't okay. let the heat out. The first thing that I thought about was that I thought about like my grandmother being like, you're in, oh, girl. you're out. You're gonna let the air out. That, that was at my out. house too. Like, oh, that was at my house yeah. too. It was like, you're eating it out or. You sh- yeah. It was definitely. Yeah, sounds, it was. <laughs> I think the words were, you're either in or you're out, but you're not in and out. We can't be doing that. That was it. That was it. Right, right. That sounds like my grandmother. That sounds like my mama. So Alina finally meets Bagra, and the first meeting does not go very well. But we do learn some stuff. So we learn that the Bagra is an amplifier, just like the Darkling. Yo. Yes, and I, I have questions. I have questions because even though she's like her description is that she's a little bit mm-hmm. like a darker skin, I think they're related. Oh, I think that would make related. so much sense though because so far we haven't come across anybody else who's an amplifier besides the darkling. Exactly. And exactly. So it's like, why is it that the darkling huh. chose Bagra to take Alina under her wing? It's to help her know how to work her powers or get her powers to work on her own because that's the problem. Alina can't get her powers to work on her own. So my thing is like, does Bagra train everybody or just people that are having trouble to get powers to work? Well, if on she's their own? like the darkling, it seems to me the darkling works for everybody. As long as he's touching you, mm-hmm. then he works. It, it works for everybody. But my question is, if the Bagra is an amplifier, right? The way the darkling is, why is it that she lives in her hut on the outskirts of the little palace? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like maybe she, maybe she prefers to have it that way i'm not sure i there's definitely more to that sure. i think that there's more i think you i think you're on yeah. the right track with maybe there is something between the darkling and bagra that may maybe they mm-hmm. are related maybe there's some something you know what i mean like there's got to be something there because it's like it's not just a coincidence right. that she is also an amplifier and we have not yet in this book met another amplifier besides the right. darkling 
like none of the other Grisha or none of the other common yeah. Grisha are amplifiers. It's just him. And the way that Ivan and Faye were like pumping it up, like, oh yeah, the Darkling is a living amplifier. But so is Bagra. Okay, Bagra is also Correct. a living amplifier. So the fact that these two are both living amplifiers, that's a brilliant yeah, heavy I think, connection. Yeah, there's definitely, so, there's definitely way more to that. Moving yeah. on, because Alina had a very hard time with Bagra. <laughs> She had the hardest time oh with Bagra. Who we forgot to mention. I- yes! Barkin! This yes! man! The broken English of this man. If this he was like, little girl. Right, not teach you how to fight an army? Thanks. You come tomorrow, early. <laughs> Train with me. I was like, oh, damn. And he does ass. for the next two chapters. He beats her ass. Um, we kind of get a confirmation a little bit of the king abusing Genya. And that is through Nadia Marie because yes. they claim the queen or prefers to have Genya up where her and the king stay. And then it's it's a snide remark or a snide comment that said, so does the king. Yeah. The king prefers it too. To me, I was just like, oh, fuck. I'm like, damn it. Mm. I'm like, the, the character that I like is just being abused. I know, uh, I know. I really hope towards the end of this book she can something, like, something. stab him or something. Something hopefully happens. <laughs> or like use her powers and like take yeah. his mouth off and make him suffocate to yep. death or something. So then Alina is taken to the Darkling and he kind of asks, like a regular day thing. He like, how Bruh, was your first day? <laughs> can we... Can we also hype it up? We gotta hype it up. In the middle of... Oh, yes. It's very dinner, apparent. In front of very everybody. apparent. Right, and then the doors open because the Darkling mm-hmm. never dines with them. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" Ivan comes out, and says, "Of course it's Ivan." I told Ivan's Ivan's kissing ass. All of course that. it's Ivan. Ivan just walks in Always. and he's like, "Hey, could you could you get up, please?" Like he was like, the police was an oh, afterthought. I'm like fuck you, Ivan. <laughs> But, I mean, that whole asked about her first day and things like that kind of led to a very normal, like, loving type of moment. Would you call it? It was kind of loving. Yes. It was. It was. It was a very touching type of moment. So it definitely made me sit there and be like, all right, darling, I'll see you. I'll see what you. You playing the long game. I'll see you. (laughs) I'll see you. He is. I had some questions about that. Because he was just, he was kind of like, he was kind of feeling her. I think he's been feeling her since day one. He's been feeling her since day one. Well, of course he's been feeling her since day one. But now he's like, now that you settled in, you settled in for my shit. Let's go. (laughs) But speaking of the loving moments between the Darkling and Alina. Yes. There is something that he notices that I was like, oh. I was like, okay, somebody's been paying attention. So every time something happens or she becomes pensive or she's just in her thoughts or whatever she tends to touch her scar that's on her Mm -hmm. hand and the darkling noticed that basically he was like hey are you good like i noticed you're touching your scar you seem to only do that when you're all up in your thoughts are you okay and when he said that i sat there i was like this man is keeping an eye no like this man is legit making mental notes He's like, all right, yeah. I got to make sure this chick is good. I know she touches that scar. Obviously, that means something. That little bit of knowledge that he is taking the time to somehow observe her and her like demeanor, her characteristics, what she does, what she doesn't do, things like that. That was just that. points. Brownie points. I'm falling. I just sat there. I was I'm like, yes. Falling. Yeah. Now who? <laughs> yes. <laughs> just like. 
I did. And even after that, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, mm -hmm. oh, it's mm -hmm. getting heated. Mm -hmm. Oh, what's he mm -hmm. about to say next? And then he says, the tracker. And I was like, wait. Exactly. See, you just forgot oh, about no. him. You forgot no, no, about no, 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 him. No, 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 We're not yep, talking about yep. Mal. We're not talking about Mal. And that's why I was like, he, like, he got, like. He got jealous. Oh, my God. He, like, he has this way of pulling mm -hmm. her in. And then he asked her a question. She's like, stop. Like, She's stuck. She's definitely stuck. She's like, yeah, I'll tell you whatever you want to hear. Whatever you want to hear. That was, I thought that was interesting, too. Because he, like, pulls her in. He says, yeah, the tracker. Is he any good? And I was like, oh. I think it does. does. I think it does. Have a double meaning, darkling. And then she's like, she, she was caught off guard. And he's like, is she gonna get tracking? He saved face. He saved face. You know, definitely tracking. saved face. Definitely saved face. Most definitely. <laughs> she ended up okay. going back to her room, and I guarantee you, she like dreamt of the darkling. There was no way she did not. That was definitely oh, yeah. a like, oh, oh yeah. shit, he might actually like me moment. And then she like went back, and she was like, and she fuck like you know what i mean when you gotta take that minute to like break it down and you're just like oh okay like, chapter oh nine God. look let me tell you the end of chapter nine made me want to read chapter 10 because i was like all right what, what else can we get where where else can we get to with the darkling and alina i was like i need more more situations like this i need more conversations like this i need more i need more oh when he smiles and he's like i wonder how much we really understand our own gifts and i was like what are you trying to tell her like hey shouty I yeah, like that's him. what he was trying to say. If he was from Philly, that that's exactly what the conversation would have been. <laughs> Yo, light skin. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> Yo, fair skin. <laughs> oh, my God. What you about to get into? <laughs> you about to brighten up my day. You about to brighten up. <laughs> Literally. Sun summoner. We stupid. So, that was a good, honestly, that was a very yeah, good way to was, end chapter nine. It made me sit and be like, oh, yeah. shit, well, I got to read through chapter 10. I got to I gotta know if there's more moments like this. Then my first note for chapter 10 is Bagra and Botkin are running my girl ragged. Bruh, she has no nothing. Sleep. Nothing. No break. I was so upset that after that interaction with the Darkling, I was like, ooh, maybe they'll hang out more. And then I was like, nope. My nope, man's is, I haven't he's him in days. busy. You can't so, send a text. But then it makes, see, that is, that is written very well because the character is busy, right? But when you do come upon moments like the one we had in chapter nine, it makes you appreciate those moments more because you're looking. Okay, but you but can't like you're, no, you're looking for those moments though. You're looking for those moments more in every chapter. So it makes you want to actually read the chapters more. Okay, but in all of that, making haste my lord <laughs> you could have at least <laughs> oh my god you could at least slipped a note under my door of like hey yo girl i'm out here trying to you know keep our borders <laughs> safe and shit keep the volcro from eating our people well i just wanted to let you know I'll all i gotta say you. is no is that so hard we literally live in the i would have appreciated building. that more than her coming across the apparatus because this man, he is probably unhinged, oh and he's comparing her to saints oh now. This man is comparing her to saints. At this point, Bruh. at this point, I no, freak. no. This is why the maids were like, lock your doors. It's for the apparat, most definitely, most definitely. It's him. It's the, first of all, facts. The shadows. My head was the down. shadows. This and man came from the are. shadows. No. First of all, sir, it's a global panorama, six feet. <laughs> six it's a global panorama. Sir, back up. But yeah, he, she just like looks up and he's like, hello. Oh, that sounds like Hannibal Lecter. Let's not I'm do that. Hoping. <laughs> Let's not do that. He reminded me of, I'm hoping that we could be friends. 
I was like, oh, back the fuck up, back the fuck up. He's not right in the head. Not right in the head. And he's comparing Alina to saints now. That, to me, is a red flag. That is a red flag. The little book that he gave her? Yeah, no. Yeah, where he's like, oh, I hope you like your gift. And then she's looking through it, and he's like, why do you think that saints and Grisha aren't looked up to like the same. He's like, it's because, you know, Grisha haven't suffered like saints have, but you. And then you're going to suffer. You're going to, no, no, no. He didn't say, he didn't say that she's, she has suffered as in past tense. You will suffer. Yeah. Like you will, as in future, like, bruh. He said, you he are going to suffer. He's like, no, you have, but sir. you will suffer more. And I was like, no. no, no, I'm sorry. Can you see the future? Bro, when, when she landed on the picture of the girl in the flowers who had died, one of the saints who had died, I was like, yeah, are you foreshadowing? Yeah, I think so. I think they, I hope not. But I think that him talking about saints is foreshadowing something. Maybe what's going to happen is people are going to start praying to her as a saint. Maybe they'll start worshiping her. Something along those lines. Mm -hmm. Because she is a prophesied being. She's a sun summoner. She's the only one of her kind. I don't know, but I think that whatever the apparat has or whatever his agenda is, it has to do with Alina and it definitely has to do with some type of religious something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because he's on on that trip. He most definitely is on that trip. That is the, that is the, uh, my favorite podcast, uh, shout out to Crime Obsessed or Obsessed Crime or something like that, where they're like, it is TikTok cult o'clock. That is what's happening here. TikTok cult o'clock right here. Yeah, he's on that drink the Kool-Aid, Alina. But she I what she wanted to do was get a re- get away from the fucking musty smell. Yes, that always accompanies like this man. In Who the fuck smells like mildew in incense? Like what, the apparatus. What kind of the combination is that? My God, I do think, and I actually wanted to talk about this for chapter eight because this was something okay. that I discovered and made a note about it, but didn't want to talk about it until chapter ten. Got it. I said that I realized and wanted to ask you, do you actually think that Alina is a saint? Because the signs have been there all along. On the back of the book, Lee actually told us, soldier, summoner, saint. Oh, ding, ding, I hadn't ding, even ding. thought about that. <laughs> I was like, oh. Lee, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so I, was I like, mean. She literally told us, and then the Black Kefta suggestion, because she is above everybody else. Nobody else has that power. I mean, the Darkling doesn't know, obviously. And then, right. um, you know, like, it's just, just like, uh-uh. and then the apparat kind of coming and telling her this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, mm-hmm. moving into chapter 11, mm-hmm. that kind of confirms it for me. I was like, this girl's a saint. And the fact that she cannot call upon her own powers to just come out like a normal Grisha can. Every yeah. other Grisha can call upon their own powers to come out whenever they need it to come out. She is yeah. having so much difficulty. And she keeps telling people, I'm not Grisha. I'm not Grisha. I can't do what the Grisha do. It's not even just about looking like Grisha. I can't do what Grisha do. Maybe she's not Grisha. Maybe she's something entirely different. Maybe she's something yeah. entirely different. Okay, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe this is what that is. And maybe it'll get explained in later chapters. Speaking of theories, Alina admits to writing to Mal almost every week. 
and not receiving anything in return, not receiving any type of letter back or anything like that. My theory is, could the Darkling be intercepting these letters so they never make it He's to jealous! Which at that point, I was like, sir... <laughs> Sir, and the only reason I say this is because when I read this in chapter ten, I I went back to chapter nine, and he's the one that brings up Mal. Yeah, she's all in a trance. Because the Darkling is talking to her and they're having a moment and he's the one that brings up Mal. Granted, he doesn't say Mal. He's like, oh, the tracker. My theory is, could it be that she writes these letters, puts them wherever they need to go in order to be mailed Mm -hmm. and he intercepts them because maybe he doesn't want her to have that connection with that type of life. Maybe he wants her to be full Grisha and he feels as though having that connection. So Ivan, his lapdog, is the one. It's probably the one intercepting the fucking letters i feel like this theory will be proven if the letter she gives to genya makes it to mal and somehow mal is able to to get a letter back to her her. most definitely yeah the moment she gave it to genya i was like bet okay if this letter makes it to him and he somehow is able to write back to her then we know her previous letters were getting intercepted I think chapter 11 was probably my most favorite, but at the same time, I was pissed. It was it was really short. It was extremely short, but we have a name for the bitchy Grisha yes, from the me, beginning. <laughs> let me let me go ahead and offer Take it away. Words. Take it away. <clears throat> my apologies to anyone and everyone that has been named Lauren, like I said in the beginning, it was no malintentions or malicious intentions to anyone named Lauren. That was just the first thing that popped into my head because that raggedy bitch was getting on my nerves. Not saying that you, Lauren, are a raggedy bitch. I am sure you are a very, very fantastic person. But yeah, get to the name. name is Zoya. Her name, that <laughs> shit is, when we got there, I was like, it's not even a pretty name. She's supposed to be this this gorgeous Grisha. And uh, right, Zoya. No, like Zoya. <laughs> it's like, it sounds super strong, it sound like Zoya. Like, rawr. <laughs> my note is the annoying bitch is back this was also the chapter that marie and nadia are super super fake and alina makes note of it she's like damn if they're saying this behind her back and then turning around and smiling to her face right what are they saying behind my back right and i was like yes alina keep that that's the common sense i've I've been talking about don't sit with them no more this chapter also showed that Alina is actually picking up on the fighting yes. that Bakken is teaching her. So there is a scene in this chapter where Zoya prances into the fighting room or whatever it's called. So she, you know, jumps in and immediately Alina's like, fuck, I haven't been having a great time with these classes and Bagra. And now here comes this chick and she's probably going to, something's going to go down. So then Bakken is like, hey, my top student, which just happens to be Zoya and little girl will get together and you will help each other that was Bakken's whole fucking idea right like you will help each other no this shit fucking hits the fan because Zoya is not playing she is most definitely trying to knock the shit out of Alina and even though she thinks that she hasn't picked up on what Bakken has been teaching her she actually has so and it was like just the slightest stuff like it was like oh this elbow was coming this way and I was able to slightly miss it And she was able to show that she is picking up on some stuff. When that happens, 
Zoya goes in and she thinks, all right, I won this fight. I'm just going to knock her out. And Alina is able to knock her to the floor. Right. The moment that happens, Zoya has the bitchiest hissy fit and fucking uses her powers and throws Alina and then flicks her to the wall so hard that Alina hears like some type of crack. Zoya got herself in trouble essentially because you're not supposed to be using powers in that room and bodkin apparently new new one i loved it he rips her a new one and then ivan shows up takes her to the darkling and the darkling rips her a new one apparently even bigger asshole so it was it was almost like just desserts she's the only that was can destroy the fold and you would have come and fucked that up how about i how about i kill you we don't need you exactly we got a whole bunch of squalors we We don't need you don't need you another reason that they say that zoya is like that is because zoya has a crush and she isn't okay with the darkling showing interest in another individual which is alina so she she was obviously upset but um that when we read that the darkling ripped her a new one i was like yes granted i wish i wish that there was a chapter with some insight into that whole thing because that would have been great oh my god i really it made me really hope it's in the show because i want to see oh yes me too me too me too i want vengeance yes i want to see like his eyes glow with rage oh yes i would be mad fucking excited fucking zoya (laughs) the chapter moves on and uh zoya ends up actually breaking alina's ribs yeah. So Elena ends up in the infirmary, which unfortunately gives the apparat the opportunity to show up again. When I tell you this man shows up out of fucking thin air, that's what it seems like whenever I read that he's in the vicinity. If she's like one minute she's looking at this, the next minute she's looking at shadows, turns around, this man is in her face. Bro, I just honestly, honestly, it's like where did you come from? The My shadows. God. The shadows. That's, so, that's gotta be so annoying. If I was her after the first two encounters i just expect him to be there and just sock the shit out of him like you're too what the the fuck are you doing here what do you want okay so i think the problem though is she finds him threatening or menacing right and she's voiced that to genya and genya just tells her oh he's he's harmless but my thing i is don't she didn't think tell her how he tried to like reach for her the other night like yeah, but i think the reason that genya thinks he's harmless and that there's nothing to worry about there is because they never had a sun summoner whatever the apparatus is planning to do with whatever religious background or religious agenda that he has in regards to alina it's because she is the only one of her kind he's been waiting for her and I think nobody else realized how threatening or menacing he is. And Alina is seeing it firsthand because it's geared towards her being that she's the only Sun Summoner they have. Exactly. Yeah. And so it's like when I'm telling you this stuff, like don't just blow it off. Like I'm literally mm-hmm. telling you, he is sneaking up on me. He's giving me real creeper ass vibes. He tried to like reach out and guarantee me up you yesterday. And the only reason why that didn't happen was because I got so scared that I broke a glass and people came running to my rescue. I do not guarantee you if she would have told this to the darkling, that man would have disappeared. <laughs> exactly. Like I need the apparatus wouldn't be here on me. Detail. Like, I this, really this think this shit is not okay. No. And I think either later on in the chapters, we're going to figure out whatever it is he has planned. Or maybe Lee is setting it up for the second book. We'll have more of the apparatus and more of what his agenda is. 
but right now I'd rather not have more of the apparatus. I'd rather have his ass gone. I don't like I guarantee him. they he they're setting him they're setting him up to be a villain. They Most are definitely they are Most because definitely. there honestly isn't one here no. yet. He wants to use her for whatever it is that he has planned. And I, I don't think he'll be able to do it if she's dead. No, no, probably not. So but he'll probably use her to his advantage, and then yeah, maybe kill her because mm, all saints maybe. die. Right, and to become mort- martyrs, to become yeah, martyrs, exactly. like so yes, she's um, gonna die. Um, my last note for this chapter is Alina still feels like she doesn't belong. Even though we are 11 chapters in and she's been proving Grisha, she obviously has immense powers. She is picking up on Botkin's training, which maybe means that she's also picking up on Bagra's training. But for whatever reason, she still feels like she's not Grisha, that she doesn't belong. Um, And I'm really, really hoping that maybe that'll change or maybe there will be an event or something that happens that she won't need a specific place to be considered home for her. Maybe it'll be the people and maybe that'll work out instead. Yeah. When That's what she was saying, how she felt with Mal. Like it never really was yeah. about being home. It was just with, with whenever was she just was with people. Mal, she was home. Yeah. I'm excited to read the up and coming chapters because I'm hoping that like more is explained and that maybe she will feel some type of home something. I really do want more scenes with the Darkling, whether they're bickering or having lovey-dovey moments or he is just showing that he's actually observing and taking note of her I'm excited but I want to ask you Morgan like what are your three top predictions so my three top predictions I'm riding this saint thing all the way I know for sure there's going to be another interaction with her and the apparat. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that whatever this interaction is, like somebody is going to walk in on it or she's mm. going to actually tell somebody about it, like the Darkling. And he's going to be like, like actually hey, in detail. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. So I'm hoping that she's going to actually tell somebody about it or somebody's going to walk in on it. And I'm hoping that's going to be a big interaction. Like he's going to try to like do something big, like maybe take a vial of her blood or like try to kidnap okay. her or some shit where they like, yeah, yeah. like prove he's out of his fucking Mind, and I've been trying right. to tell y'all this. It's been escalating like third time's a charm. I also think, you know, she is like kind of getting better, but she's not mm-hmm. there yet. So mm-hmm. I'm still going with my prediction from last time. I definitely think that they're going to try to like get her an amplifier or they might just take her into the shadow fold and be like, hey, yo, shawty, I'm going to hold your hand the whole way through this walk. Oh my God. <laughs> Like, the Darkling's just going to take her out there yeah, and be the like, hey, yo. take her out there and be like, hey, yo, I'm just going to hold your hand all the way through this walk because we need to get rid of the fold. And like, you're not like, you're not doing it on your own. So I'm just going to hold your hand better. And we right. can't get to we can't find you an amplifier. I am an amplifier. He might not do that because, you know, he's the Darkling. And he's not going to go into the shadow fold himself. Um, right. But he might be like, here, uh, break off a piece of his tooth from the back. Go into the fold because oh he's a living God. amplifier. And the third prediction, I think that Genya is going to come back with good news. Mm. Mal is alive. Mm -hmm. And maybe 
she's right. He doesn't really want to talk to her. Or maybe he just doesn't suck. know what to say. Maybe he just doesn't or, know what to say to her. Okay, what about this? What if that is true? Genya comes back. She's like, Mal is alive, but he doesn't want to be involved with you anymore. Or he doesn't want to talk to you or whatever. And what if that is a catalyst for her being like able a- to actually use her powers? Because it's her last connection to her previous life. So what if that's what it is? What if she needs Mal to be like, I don't want anything to do with you no more? That would make complete sense because that's why they take the kids away from their parents. and So young. Be completely cut off from their old life in order to access. And be a successful Grisha. Oh, Mm -hmm. Telling you, oh, telling you, dropping the all the types of knowledge. Okay, okay. So yes, yes. Is that one of your three predictions, or do you have other? Yes, predictions? I do believe that the Darkling or somebody who works for the Darkling is intercepting her letters to Mal. But I think it's because, like we discussed, it's to sever that connection between her and a world that isn't Grisha. And they're just hoping that she doesn't have any access or any way to talk to him. He doesn't have any way to talk to her. Then ultimately, she will either forget about him and potentially her powers will manifest on their own. I, like we discussed, I think the apparat definitely has like some type of religious agenda in regards to her. I think it definitely involves saints. Whether or not he's going to turn her into a martyr, that's the question. If he will create something or some type of event, she could potentially die on accident. And I say accident as in quote unquote accident to turn her into a martyr because I feel like people worship martyrs. They make good symbols for people to gather. Okay, yes, this person died for our cause. Like we have to move on. It's almost like a revolution, rebellion type of mindset. So I don't know if that's what the apparat is looking for, but Probably I think that some could be will back the king and be like, we have to stand against right. Shuhan and against Fiera right. and defend the country and be stronger than ever and reunite yeah. West Wavka and yeah. So I think that is something that maybe potentially could happen. My third prediction is. And I didn't think about this until after you had mentioned that you think the Darkling and Bagra are related. Mm -hmm. But if they are related, then could the Bagra be his grandmother or his mother? And if this is the case, right. And if this is the case, then does this woman know what went down in regards to the fold? If she's as old as they're making this bitch out to be, I'm very curious yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. So she's got to know something because she's old as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So the next chapters that we're going to be reading are 12 through 15. So that's the next four. Uh, so get your books ready for that. And yeah, we're really excited to see what other shit is going to pop off. So as always, thanks again for reading along with us and for listening and stay young at heart. We will see you next week.